0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Creative Waffle Podcast and Happy New Year to listeners and watchers out there. Uh, This is a bell to one to kick off the year with. Uh, Daryl Rainbow is on the podcast with guest host Karim from Elastica Magazine. Uh, We filmed this back before the second lockdown um, where you couldn't be up with people. So that's why we were in the same room um, and not online, which is good. Um, So yeah, I hope you enjoy it. We chatted about some really good stuff uh, about how Daryl got into sports illustration, um, about his his process um, and, and his style along with a bit of football chat, retro shirts, um, and yeah, a bit about Arsenal as well. So I hope you enjoy it. Um, we'll get into it straight after this word from our sponsor. Thank you very much. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Logo Package Express 2.0, a fantastic Illustrator plugin in that help you save time when exporting your logo files. Um, it, honestly, it saved me so much time. Uh, Paul Rand wished he had this Illustrator plug-in. He would have saved so much time rather than drawing all those logos by hand, uh, different sizes, If he had Logo Package Express, he would never need to draw a logo at meter by meter ever again. Um, This one is is a fantastic one. All the great designers have it and and people are talking about it in our industry. So save time by getting it. Uh, It'll help you export your logos for your clients. You can never get those emails. It's pesky emails where they say, oh, can I have the PNG because the JPEG doesn't quite work over the top of my image? Or, you know, why has it got a white background on it? You'll never get those requests from your client ever again with Logo Package Express. Uh, So check it out down in the description. You can have your logos in all the different files formats you need for your client including the different color versions as well the full color the black grayscale black and white uh, inverted as well in all the different vector file formats you need. And again, PNG and JPEG as well. Um, So yeah, please do go and check it out. It really, really has sped up my uh, exporting time and and helped out my clients as well. So check it out down down in the description for your Logo Package Express discount through the Creative Waffle podcast link. And you can also help out the podcast by doing that as well. So yeah, hope you enjoyed this episode and uh, check it out, Logo Package Express. Cheers. is it. Yes, welcome. Feels so yeah. you're saying welcome after we you played like
1: three games of FIFA and like you've been here for a while, but welcome. Yeah,
0: thanks for having me, <laughs> man. Yeah. Uh, so for people listening, who are you? What do you do?
1: Um, my name's uh Darryl Rainbow. I'm an illustrator. Well, that's it, really. You know. <laughs>
0: nice, nice. Uh, I, was, I was thinking about before the podcast what we'll have a little chat about, and um, one thing that occurred to me is moving on yesterday's rumors is about your work is, is quite upbeat and quite it's Satirical and it, it plays on news as well. And, um,
1: yeah,
0: uh, as you're saying, uh, we're, we're talking about Dan Evans as well. He does that, and it's, it's great because right now it's, we're in a strange time. Uh, we've got a, got things going on in football, which is strange. You've got the world, which is strange. You've got the president of America, Trump, <laughs> uh, tweet, tweeting weird shit. Like, yeah, you've seen his tweets today, like all capital letters, and then like a vote at the end of it. Yeah,
2: so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone yeah. needs to take this
0: phone away. Yeah. So.
1: Is like, that real? I thought that was just, like, a meme. No, no, it was real. Like, or... if you go
0: on his thread, like, there's... I thought it was, like, Space for sort of stuff, you yeah. know. But it's, it's terrible. Um, yeah, I, don't know. I, I don't know what the world's coming to, is what I'm trying to say. I yeah. mean, it's
1: exciting, isn't it? <laughs> 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 it's like, everything is going to shit fully, and we're all, like, alive to see it. Do People... you know what I mean? Because it's like, we could be in the generation that sees the world finally. Yeah, just like, Blank, yeah, yeah, yeah. Episodes, it? yeah. So. it's like, it's actually, it's a documentary now, you know, <laughs> that sort of stuff. It's not even um, hyperbole or anything. We're going to see the world collapse, is what you're
0: trying to say? We're we all...
1: Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I think
2: the craziest thing is, it's like, we spoke about this briefly yesterday as well, right. that in 50s time, this pandemic is going to be in te- history textbooks yeah. and stuff like that. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. we're currently living through it. We went through the education system, yeah. reading textbooks, looking at all these past events in history, and we're currently going through a pandemic, I, mean, I don't imagine any of us ever expected that would be the case. It's yeah,
1: crazy, I mean, I suppose something like this was due, right? Like, if you look at the history of the world, and pandemics, and big things that have sort of uh, changed history. That's what about, these yeah. cycles, they
0: talk about, they talk about cycles, don't they?
1: Yeah, I, I suppose I feel like, as as a world humanity, something was due, you know? So yeah, <laughs> uh, well, well, that, Not that I want it, not that I want yeah.
0: it, you know? Well, happens in football as well, like, Liverpool are doing well right now, uh, obviously that's the yeah, cycle, that's, and, and, and since the 70s, exactly, and
1: that's a cycle again, you know. and um, I think, the, yeah, like you said, the world must be on a cycle. The world must hate the humans as well, you know, so maybe... You know, sometimes I think like yeah, perhaps there there actually is a God. Yeah. You know, and the God is actually like, like you know, the humans you guys have fucked it seriously. And, so he's
0: putting
1: yeah. cause Cause it's it's all quite biblical, isn't it? You know, like there's like locusts or something, mm-hmm. like uh, you know, the pandemic, the floods, the forest fires, you know. It's really like someone out of Moses or the Bible, you know. Probably no. think... just trying to cleanse cleanse the <laughs> you know, Start again. I do think a good
2: thing we can take away from this is that if it does happen again in ten years' time, we can because we, we've experienced it now. Yeah. We're probably going to be better prepared. Yeah, yeah, to know how to handle it quicker. And obviously, if again we'll have hopefully have like some sort of vaccine, and better medical technology. Yeah, I man. Think. I hope so. Yeah, that's the new thing. I hope so.
0: Do you like, reckon like, yeah,
1: something worse is going to happen though? So. If this happens now, something worse is going to happen. I watched the um the social I dilemma yesterday last night. Like all so. <laughs> like, well, that shit is still gonna that hasn't even come to a head yet. You know that's still we don't even know where that's going. You know mm. like they're saying the wars now will happen. Essentially, you know, inside cyberspace. space, has got the data, our hacking scandals. You know.
0: Yeah, I I'm a bit worried about that sort of social sort of dilemma stuff. Like, what do you think? What do you think of the documentary? But not, uh, the, is it a documentary? I guess. Mean,
1: yeah, they called like a docudrama. Yeah. I thought it was quite well done actually. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I suppose it's um, it's completely true, isn't it? You know, they uh, is like the new gold in a sense, isn't it? You know. Sort yeah. Of,
0: um... Are you worried? Do, do you go and find too much? Is oh,
1: Philly, mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, way too much.
0: I guess um, that sort of helps your work as well because you're you, you're quite quick at like getting stuff sort of turned around, like, reaction yeah. And
1: stuff. Yeah, because a lot of people sort of have reacted to that documentary and be like, "Oh, okay, you know, like this is on. Generally, obviously, very bad for humans to behave in this way. You know, have a complete detox, and you know that is probably what we should all be doing. It's sort of, you know, that would curb the aggressiveness of that." Uh, social media nature and the rise of it is to sort of just everybody detox, get away from it slightly, you know, mm-hmm. but
2: um <clears throat> yeah. I think there is pros and cons to it. As much as the series or documentary, it kinda of highlighted all the cons. There's a lot of pros that they didn't kind of cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I think all these social platforms are gonna be the future and it's like you gotta adapt with it. Exactly you gotta adapt. Yeah. It's People getting rich off this stuff, you know. This that's is how people
1: thing. create their own salary now, you know. This is how people sort of earn Instagram money. Instagram models,
2: they're making a living off of it. Exactly, yeah. Ad revenue, like just posting the ad, people getting paid a lot of money just yeah, to post yeah. the company. So, got to make use of it, and as you said, at that point in time. Yeah, so,
1: you've got to get the yeah. money, you know. If, if that's, that's essentially the game, isn't it? You mm-hmm. know? Advertising, how can you be an advert for the advert sort of thing, you know, and yeah. monetize that. I mean, it's an evil sort of thing to kind of, like, it's so ultra-capitalist, isn't it? That's you know, sort of a weird idea that this is how people behave, but, um, yeah, it was a little bit scary, a little bit scary, yeah. Sure. So,
0: uh, bring that into your work, like, uh, reactions of, of Trump or, or you know, satirical stuff that you do, uh, how, how have you found that 2020, is that just up your gaming work, or is it... Your uh, yeah,
1: it? I mean, I don't know, like I get a bit wary, sort of, because a lot of a lot of stuff I do is sort of reactionary, right, obviously, and so, you know, I'm a bit wary of sort of seeming like I'm kind of chasing the cloud a little bit too much of it. Like I did that sort of dinosaur thing thing um, for uh, Highbury Library, yeah. the illustration, and that wasn't in tandem with anything that happened, obviously. But then... You, you know the idea of putting things on Instagram and pop, you know, getting popular over these sort of horrific things that happen or these events sort does seem a little bit weird. But then, in a way, that has helped me. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever done much? Have you done, done much editorial stuff?
1: I've yeah, I've a done a few little, little bits. Um, sort of trying to get into it a bit more.
0: Yeah, I think I've done this. Like, I think it feels like a really good place for you to go. You need to find someone to think on that sort of st- theoretical stuff and not, like the BBC wouldn't do it, so that's, sort yeah, of, yeah, like, that's yeah, not the yeah, right, right target, but I'd like uh, say like uh, maybe advice or maybe like, someone's a bit more edgy I guess um, yeah I just, I just yeah just, uh, we'll get around to like how you come to your start and like, how you got to, like, where you are and all that but it's interesting right now to, to look at the creators and seeing so much good work come out of like 2020, because there's been, there's been a lot of like good stuff, people have Obviously, I had time off of work. I had yeah um, been yeah. furloughed or or been sort of stuck in our own heads, I guess, and like creative work from it. Yeah, um, and a lot of like what I've seen, a lot of the best stuff here has been reaction stuff, um, mm. you know, to, to to political movements, like that matter stuff. Um, mm. There's been some, just been some really impactful work coming out of that. Uh, I don't really. That's not really a question, is it? Like, <laughs> just sort of,
1: yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing, it's uh, sort of, Instagram gives you such a big audience because literally everyone's on it, aren't they? Yeah. You know, so it's sort, of, uh, it's sort of, it's sort of weird how it's become like a fundamental platform now, if you're a designer or a creative mm-hmm. or anything, or doing any sort of images, it's sort of, you have to have, you know, kind of a, a, a presence on Instagram, don't you know, which is sort of a, a weird thing, mm-hmm. you know. So it been like four
0: stars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. The past, having a website is great, um, but people got to get to the website. So you have the social media platforms to try and drive people to your website. Do you think that's still sort of the way to go, or is it more just about having an Instagram page and then website sort of falls behind a little bit?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think either or. To be honest, you know, I think it's always good to have a website, um, sort of like a you know, sort of definite sort of portfolio for yourself. Um, but yeah, everybody's looking at Instagram, you know, art directors are looking at Instagram, Editors are looking at Instagram and stuff. And I mean, it is sort of weird how you see some people manage their Instagrams, you know, some people manage it now like it is their website, Mm -hmm. you know, they're sort sort of archiving everything and having just like 10 things on there and then changing Mm -hmm. it up, you know,
2: like as if that is the portfolio, Mm -hmm. you know. I was going to say, like, (laughs) I feel like websites, they kind of come across as a more well curated Instagram. Yeah, yeah. So Instagram is probably a platform to show your work as well as that. It's like the experiments um, yeah. work in progress. Like even uploading on your stories things, you've seen the transition of things over time. Um yeah, I just feel like websites have fallen behind in that sense. So you kinda of go to Instagram first. And if you want to see a cleaned up version of your Instagram Yeah as a portfolio then you'd go to that.
1: Yeah, I, f- I feel like that's where Instagram has is so important because it's sort of, you know, you can have it as a professional thing, but then you can have it as almost sort of like a slightly personal mm. thing, or just sort of rough and ready, like you said, uh, experiments, whatever, you know. And um yeah, like, you know, if, if somebody tells me about an artist, first thing I do is go on Instagram to yeah. look, look them up, you know. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. How do you po- approach your page? Um, so, would you consider it? Is that something that you just feel like you can put any, any sort of work on there, like stuff that you're currently working on? Do you feel like you're wary of what you put up and upload? You don't want to see people. You want to wait till something's finished before you let your audience see it, or are you yeah. kinda of like you don't mind showing things in, <coughs> in the process. <coughs> yeah,
1: I've I've thought about it a lot more, sort of like in the last year. So I feel like before maybe. Uh, when I was a bit younger you know it was was starting out I would put like a lot of uh, like half sketches processes sort of thing whereas now I don't know I feel like maybe I'm a bit more precious with it you know it has to be like uh, a final thing or a commission or something relevant do you know what I mean like I'd want it to be but I mean saying that like a lot of people now put the sort of time-lapse video, really, you know, the sketches up and people love it, you know, mm-hmm. that always gets a lot of engagement. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think there's really any sort of like hard and fast rule. I feel like as long as, like the, the ones that I like the most, of anything, you know, doesn't have to be design or illustration or anything, it's sort of the, the profiles where like you can really see their personality, you know, yeah, I feel like the most successful ones are where you, where you get a, you know idea of their personality or like they, the the voice is really strong, the humour, the personality is really strong. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then whether that's like final things, or little sketches, it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: I think I think you're really good at that. And then um, there's also when you got people like I said, like Dan Evans, and um, I think uh, Dan from Ireland, I forget his surname. The Liverpool fan. Um, I'm forgetting this, aren't it. Anyway, he's really good at it as well. Is it Leiden? Leiden, Leiden that's it. Oh, yeah. yeah. My so.
1: <laughs> Dan from Ireland. <laughs> you've <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> narrowed it down, Because <laughs> yeah, so you yeah. you've got Dan from England as well, haven't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you
0: got, <laughs> the, the other Dan's illustration, yeah. I guess. But, yeah, no, it's good. I'm, I'm just going to have to readjust everything because uh, I realised that we're talking quite softly. <laughs> um, How is it? Yeah, so to, for the audience and, and how how did you get to where you are then? What's what's
1: the story? What's the route for yourself? Uh you I mean it's been long really. It's sort of it's been like a sort of slow burn to be honest. Kind of graduated in uh, 2014, and um, went to Campbell did illustration. Is that loud enough or? Yeah, it's so loud
0: as you can talk it's great. <coughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> just like shouting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um and then when I left that, I sort of left uh Campbell thinking I was a, I was more of like a painter. Yeah. Really, you know, like doing uh, did you say you studied design or not? You studied, what did you illustration, yeah. So because I, I left there like not ha, never having really used Photoshop. Mm. You know, and I thought of myself more as like a they called it like reportage illustration, you know, just sort of like drawing observational stuff, you know, that sort of thing. And then I did a few like exhibitions of that, but that didn't really get me anywhere. And then I thought, okay, maybe I should probably be able to use Photoshop, you know, in a work on tablet or something. Yeah. And then um and then yeah, I, I did sort of like half animation for a bit. I was working um for uh, like a GIF agency, you know, like a custom GIF agency just sort of doing silly little GIFs for them. Say silly little gifts, but
0: it must
1: been, it must have been good like or not? Yeah, I mean, it was fun. It, again, it didn't really get me anywhere. Right. <laughs> I didn't really uh, make a great deal of money for it, and it wasn't really sort of a, a big career thing in a long one. Um, but what that did help me was with sort of, uh, you know, understanding how to use like Photoshop and After Effects and, you know, being able to sort of draw, you know, with a tablet. Um and then, yeah, I did that for a few years then, maybe about like twenty seventeen eighteen. Um, I sort of tried to d- develop a style, really, you know, and um, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, I, like I said, because I never really used to do football stuff before either, until maybe like 2017 or 18. And then I saw like a lot of these sort of publications coming out. There was they were using a lot of illustrators and like the illustration was great, you know. Um, <clears throat> and then I thought, you know, maybe that could be like a route. So to you're go you aware time. of
0: like, football illustrators and illustration before before you found publications? Or? No, not really.
1: Yeah, literally nothing before like...
0: Have always been a football fan? Or is that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always
1: been big into football. Yeah. Um, but like before 2017, like late 2017, and then I saw things like pickles and uh uh, Mundial and like season and all these sort of things you know they never really there was like a few things but I never really saw like football illustrations as a, as, as a thing to go down you know um, and then yeah you know I sort of chased that clout for a little bit and then, <laughs> and then yeah got got a few jobs in that a little bit of a following from that, yeah. So,
0: so when you were doing the, the first exhibition, you talked about like right at the start, just come out it, come out of university. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, what, what were we drawing then? If it wasn't footballers.
1: Oh, I was drawing. <laughs> Man, it was like, uh, <clears throat> what was it? It was it, it was it was about um, like people and how everyone's obsessed with their phone, sort of thing, and oh, connected right. to the internet. Yeah. Like I did a load of paintings of people uh, on the train. They on the trains or was oh. on the phone sort of thing. I did like a little animation, um, like a hand drawn animation about it as well. Um, yeah, and it's funny like none of that stuff. are really, uh, you know, that sort of style don't really tap people anymore. Mm. Do, you, do you think
0: you could ever like, go back because that feels very bre- very relevant name now? Or do you think you could go back and like, remake it or, or
1: use leave it in the past? Yeah, I mean it's sort of. Um, yeah, at some point I probably will. You know, maybe
0: like yeah. a reaction piece to so the social dilemma. Just like,
1: yeah, oh, right. I just yeah. Like, I mean, I feel like that, that, that's the thing. Sort you of... a hits, so it's very really <laughs> yeah. so You Get a lot of likes and yeah, you, know, you, like, you do this sort of uh, though, il- yeah. illustration sort of stuff, and you can literally do whatever you want. So um, yeah.
0: So as we've uh, come into what sort of uh, the world of football illustration and in getting into that, how have you found sort of? The community and the people that are in it. Obviously,
1: we met at the football, at a football yeah. event. Um, so, yeah, how have, we found, how have we found that sort of life? Yeah, I mean, it is, like, it's just sort of uh, goes like the, the, the sort of big illustration sort of like football design being like the last few years, you mm-hmm. know, if it was like it's really kind of exploded, that sort of community, you know, with all the magazines and um, like Hopper90 and things yeah, like yeah. that sort of really... Um, I suppose focusing on fan culture and what fans yeah. love, and yeah. you know what fans are really into, you know, and like the whole retro football kit thing, you know. There's, there's just there's it seems like it's such a big celebration, you know, of of, of like retro football and sort of the banter behind it and yeah. characters, um, and it seems like the sort of the design sides kind of really gone hand in hand with that kind of, yeah, fan zoom, nice. you know.
0: Definitely nice to see people um, taking. It feels like they take a bit more care of design now. Or maybe, is, it, is that because it's, it's easier to do? there's more access, or is that because? Because uh, like, if you look back in sort of seventies, there's probably people drawing different <laughs> players and stuff like that. Yeah. But I feel like it's become more, more more of a commercial thing. Yeah. And more people are doing it commercially. A lot more
2: money. I think. I think. I think teams are starting to realise that the portrayal of the, the club as a whole and their identity it's really important now and it's like a way of selling their brand and they're thinking the teams are starting to notice the importance of that. So they're starting yeah. to invest more money into that brand and agencies to do their crests and kits and stuff like yeah. that. How do you, do you agree with that? Do you think? Oh,
1: totally. That? Yeah, totally. Like, I mean, like the last two seasons of uh, teams putting out their new kits, they've all harked back to things in the nineties, you know, nineties designs, nineties patterns, and that's all because you know they're listening to what the fans want, you know, and um it's like uh, <clears throat> like when I did that to cobra Arsenal um last year, and um they got like the the eighteen eighty six guys involved, yeah, sort of help out, like a zine, you know yeah, yeah I and that, yeah. um and that was all off the backers of of the zine that they did sort of the year before, you know, which was like a completely sort time. of grassroots, like yeah. fan based thing. And um, yeah, I feel I feel like the big agencies, the zone agencies, are sort of really seeing or sort of being influenced by you know the, the fan based uh, mm. designers, you know, coming up and um, you know who are passionate about it and give it like a different voice, a different breath to. Oh, for sure. You yeah. know
2: what I mean? Yeah, I definitely think there's a lot of great work on these Instagrams that are not being seen. I think. Yeah. As you said, like the football club are starting to realise that that's where the great stuff is, and yeah, you have yeah, to kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. delve into that sort of. And that it's it's smart of them to do it as well, you know.
1: Smart of them to do it as well, you know, because um, yeah, like you, you you must have noticed it as well, like the campaigns and everything for you know Arsenal and City and like, PSG yeah. and all. Like the last couple of years have been so sick, you know, so much um, better yeah. than before. Um. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's, it is refreshing to see that.
0: Yeah, hundred yeah. well, percent. There's it's more of a like, more of an audience for it as well. I guess uh, now we're broken up a bit more. Cause, I mean, the traditional football fan would they be the stereotype sort of? Um, would they be more? Would they be open to this sort of stuff? Or are they? Are they? Are they, just, are they finding it now? I, I don't really know what the audience is for. For this, who they're tailoring it to? Like, who, who's the audience for the new sort of coming through football creative?
1: Yeah, I mean I, I suppose there's um I suppose there's lots of different audiences, isn't there now? Like you yeah, have sort of the old school fan base, the hardcore sort of loyalists, and then now I suppose it's sort of like a cliche of like kind of like the Mundy reader sort of football fan, you know. Mm. The sort the hipster of football fan yeah, fan. the sort <laughs> of hipster football fan who sort of really um die, you know, take in, you know, these sort of campaigns, you know, and Yeah. Uh yeah. Good look. Creatives, maybe they're like,
0: like last, they like, all the designers, illustrators, and they're the sort of because they're like the hipster sort of fan, like, yeah, all, all by all the kids, that, yeah any, exactly.
1: Like, you know, generally, I suppose, um, yeah, they would probably have a bit more disposable income and uh, digest that sort of culture a bit more, I, I'd imagine. Yeah, so it
0: feels like we're making this all this stuff for us, like it's one big part of creators, and we're all just. Making it all for us. It's great, I love it. Yeah, uh, I, think, sure, actually, yeah. I think it's really good, I think it's, it's a really, um, really good progression as well. Uh, seeing, like I said, refreshing to see clubs use different art, different artists and typically not um, maybe as PC or a clear brand cut oh. as, as normal. Um, but I do wonder, like, all these retro kits are we going to see like a retro, retro kit? Are we going to see like a remake of the remake? <laughs> like when's this gonna happen? Or when's it gonna stop? Yeah,
1: going to I pitch. I I thought this as well. I, I was because the sort of well, the fanfare is like the nineties stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, surely wouldn't I just sort of move on to like instead of you know Arsenal like ninety three, ninety four stuff being cool. Maybe it's oh three or a four kit, you know, or something like yeah. that. But because I, I, I suppose like that hysteria has been. Because, like, the football kits have been sort of so sleek and clean-cut for a while yeah. that they wanted, sort of... <laughs> Shit. They, <laughs> they, nice. they wanted, like, the 90s stuff because like, a variation. It's, like, mad designs, like, mad patterns. Mm. And that's been, sort of, big and cool for, like, what, the last four years now. Maybe it goes back to, uh,
2: yeah. you
1: know, a fashion of sleeker, uh, simplified designs mm. rather than, like, mad patterns. So those are the football kits
2: from the 90s. <laughs> it's like... Just, like just didn't care like exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah I think that was the great thing about it because we look back on them now it's just like wow like you'd never see yeah. them today and it just shows how much risks they were willing to take back then
0: it is a bit like um, the dot com we, we saw we look back on it now and see all those those lo- crazy logos I've got from, from like 2000 uh, just everyone just chucked everything in it like well Microsoft paint uh, Microsoft um, Word Up basically yeah so, yeah yeah and I suppose that was the same sort of thing for football shirts and the best stuff is being remade now, and like I yeah. say, I'm not, I'm not sure what's going to happen in 20 years' time. We have to come up with some fresh stuff, and then maybe 20 years after that, recreate that fresh stuff.
1: Um, yeah. Because
0: even like, this show, this is like, like it's this year's awake kit. They're still based on on the old sort of textures they got. Um, I think it Holland texture or, or some some sort of texture. They they got got on. Fish scale sort of
2: thing. Nice yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure. Uh, we're we're going to have to create new textures, and this is this is where creativity's going. To create the new stuff. And it's gonna be, it's gonna be good when Adidas and, and like, he's start making new stuff. Yeah, yeah. So there was a period like twenty sixteen. That World Cup was like, everyone had the same kit. Yeah, probably. yeah. But it was, it was just a different colour and different badge and They around yeah. the same kit. <laughs> mm. It's such a strange, such a strange World Cup. But it's always like that, though, isn't it?
1: Really, it was just those kits were sort of less well, well less res- well received, you know. Right. Because if you go look back at like the Italian ninety shirts and that's of Adidas. In the ninety four, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still the same yeah. template, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it's just, a, it's yeah, just no. the match. Yes, yeah, so they always just have
2: one template. The night goalkeeper kit, yeah, it's like it's just the point. same template which they're using. Yeah, <laughs> always yeah. Night. they've, all, they've
1: was, always, yeah, they've always had just that one template they go with, you know.
0: But they, I guess it's nice now to see teams do different patterns and do different textures and home kits yeah. right? and third kits and fourth kits these days. But, um, but yeah, they're right with the goalkeeper kits and like like it's the same, yeah. Shame, sure. right. <laughs> right. why, why do things do that? Is it because it's cheaper or is it because I, I can't really get men around it? Why do you know?
1: Well, why I, so, I suppose they just every year they can't with the template, don't they? I don't know that's Nike an Puma and that, they'll come yeah. up with the template and then the separate clubs will have their own designers and try and put their heritage or
2: spin on it, you know. I do think mm. it's them just trying to be as working as efficient as possible, yeah, but they,
1: they've always done it, yeah. haven't yeah. they?
0: If I was goalkeeper, I'd be disappointed. Yeah. I, I, I play playing kit, uh, same as every real goalkeeper.
2: Yeah. yeah. The is amount it, of concept um, football kit Instagram pages there is out there. Yeah. Yeah. Come it's so it's out so much great designs, but yeah. And then you look at Nike, who just use the same kit, and it's not even just Nike; it's like a lot of these. Yeah. Just the templates in general. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think
1: it, it depends on the club, doesn't it? Like, sort of certain clubs have been. Like they sort of released a certain kit for like a little bit, didn't they? Like you know, Chelsea did that retro thing last yeah, season. Nice, uh, yeah, but that was like only for like what a month or so. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, it was like one episode. Yeah, and then like PSG did it, and then didn't like Juve have like a palace kit. For, yeah, like, for a game, well, you know. Yeah. And then like Arsenal had the um, gothic writing. Yeah. For oh, the it's... FA Cup. They like should it. do that more
2: because I know in NBA, customizing it, you know, NBA they wear. So many different kits across the whole season because they do a lot of like yeah ones tailored with like different events. There might be like a festive one. There might You're be like a city a, edition, don't they?
0: like oh, okay. yeah. a yeah city edition. So I think yeah based on the city.
2: Oh. yeah I mean it's just it's just yeah. to sell more shirts though really
1: isn't it? yeah that's all bottom line yeah it's <laughs> like let's see let's do a fucking Halloween one and then uh, <laughs> yeah. you now I mean it's the club centenary or your know, you club's birthday yeah, <laughs> that's true you, you, actually that's great that's great because I couldn't believe when you went to see that like Palace thing just for like what a couple of games was it one game yeah, yeah. I mean it looked sick like but that was it kit, right it was right just right for it. one game yeah that
0: was like their fifth kit that season But you get these clubs like
1: PSG and Juve where you know, they almost are like a, a fashion label now. You know, and um, mm. that part of their sort of strategy and business is so
2: important to them. Yeah, you know. they've been. I think PSG especially have been pushing it so much more with their collaboration with like yeah. Jordan brands. Yeah, exactly. Um, you tend to see their kits being used on like fashion shows and stuff yeah. now, and it's just it's crazy how far it's, it's come really.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's that thing like you said, different types of audiences um, and the hipster fans, but. Um, the something we t- talk about at Arsenal and, and try and market to different audiences is, is you've got that fan now that's not really a fan of any club. Like they just sort of they like the shirts, they like the culture a bit. Yeah, guess,
1: yeah, you know, that that's is true, isn't it? Yeah.
0: But and there's also say um, like Barcelona and PSG. Uh, they're they're like the the, the third, second choice team for a lot of people. So they say. Yeah. Well, but someone asks you, "What's your your Spanish team?" Like you'll oh. have a Barcelona kit, you'll cover it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, so I don't know, I don't know what the London, what, like maybe it's like a Man United or, or like a Liverpool. So there's a race as well to on someone's second team. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: That's why that's why I guess kits come in handy because it can sell the market to people. And like the Jordan thing, that would be massive in America. You've got yeah. of people in America now, not even spotting PSG, but having this third kit or this
2: this bright orange with Jordan's logo on it. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I mean, if you ask me, would I buy one of these kits? I'm not from Italy or from Spain, but I'd 100% buy <laughs> yeah. one of these retro And then the um, 7 like, makes it. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally end, it, sick. It. Mm. This is Looking back on that as well, the sponsors make, make the kits. Mm. Whereas these
0: days, you've got a betting company on it. Yeah.
2: You do tend to associate the sponsor with like specific set of players playing that during sure, the day yeah. as well. Like Nintendo, if we want to, you know, kick about it. So you yeah, yeah, yeah. Look yeah, at that, and look at Kappa, Barcelona, you think of Ronaldo and, Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's a big selling point for those, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's true. I, I, wonder, if, I wonder if clubs make money on Retro Shirts still. Because like, there's some some teams that remake the Retro Shirts in the Arsenal. Did they
1: do it? Yeah, they did, didn't they? Did the nice, really the, the, the banana, the British banana mm-hmm. one, yeah.
0: But like, you see, Liverpool have made, remade, re- become the retro kit, so from finals, but they have to get rid of the sponsor on
1: it. Yeah. yeah. Just, it just feels tacky. It's not like Exactly, yeah, because I mean, you can always do this, like uh, any sort of like uh, any of the football. Like I remember Arsenal, if you go and say in their football shops, you can all get, you know, different versions, like the 94 version or whatever, but yeah. you won't have the sponsor, you know. It will yeah. just be the colours
2: or something, you know. <sighs> Some people like that, I suppose. Some people are happy yeah. to have that, but this yeah. <laughs> doesn't feel the same. You, you get you get like the connoisseurs now, don't you? Especially
1: when it comes to football kids. Yeah, football yeah. connoisseurs, and, uh, yeah, gotta be legit. Have
0: you ever collected anything? This is this is something that I'm I'm trying to get over. I'm I'm obsessed too much about. So it was football stickers, football cards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was little pro pro stars and micro stars. And then we were into FIFA games. <laughs> yeah, all of the Fifas ever. <laughs> then it's grown into football shirts. Yeah, like, it, programs as well. It's just such a collect as well. We, yeah, I heard the other day that like, football fans are nerds, but in disguise. Like we, we're so nerdy about football yeah. and stats and like shirts and patterns on shirts and fabric. And it's such a weird. But I guess so passionately. Like, so, so passionate yeah, yeah that there's, there's a lot of stuff. culture in it. There's a lot of
1: history. There's a lot of tradition. Yeah. Sort of uh, geek out over, I suppose, is not there?
0: And it's tied down to memories. That's the thing as well. Yeah. That's, that's I think what it does so well is because it's tied the shirts and the, everything's tied down to a memory of a, of a game or. all. Yeah. Something yeah, went mm. to. Or, and that's maybe that's what's happening now with football fans. Um because you can't go to stadiums and you can't maybe the culture thing's even more than even more important now because you are trying to give the fans that memory of being in the stadium and, and being part of it.
1: Yeah.
2: have you ever collected anything?
1: Yeah. Uh no, I'm not really a collector type of guy. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> So it's good. I don't really have that much yeah. I end up with and boxes Mate, I like yeah. I like my space, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you know, yeah I mean like... I collected a few Arsenal awesome shirts, like a few ones that I liked, but um yeah, I, I suppose a few years ago I did go through a phase of like if I went to a country um, oh, I'll get the shirt from the country. Yeah, what? but it'd always be cool. Like if you when you go into the, the market, and you find like, the, the hooky version of the shirt. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, it looks... Like I remember I went to like Naples, and it was like this sort of like really obviously fake, um, Maradona Naples shirt everywhere. But it just looks sick. I can't remember. You know? that. I have to do that real <laughs> it, it looks sick. <laughs> or a really good fake version. But it wore really well, you know. Um, but then yeah, I mean, it's just you can you can have wardrobes full of this stuff, you know. <laughs> uh,
0: that's why I moved into London to get, yeah. away from, or to get some space that uh, nah. you, you
1: never bought like football football stickers or... <coughs> um, not really I mean I did I'd get like the the Merlin thing the yeah. book but I'd never really I mean Pokemon cards were the only thing when I was younger that I really obsessed over mm. that was the only thing I actually obsessed over uh, uh, yeah I remember like uh, taking my mum to this, I must have been like nine or something, to this like a uh, toy shop and they sold cards and they had like a Charizard card on there for sale, right? You know, the, yeah, the, the, yeah. the shiny one. Yeah, I was so a legendary. But... And I made my mum buy it, it was like 12 quid, and she was like, why <laughs> why did you want this this one card for 12 quid? Yeah. I was like, it's literally the best car though. So, a child. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's a child. I was like, I'm not going to get this any pack. You know, twelve quid, I win every every battle. I didn't even have a battle, but um, yeah, that was the only thing. And then I just sort of yeah, I got I got too deep into. So I went to a, a match tax event. So, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. that's
0: really good. What, was that yeah. a like swaps and stuff. Or... Yeah, so so it's an event it was at like the Emirates actually, and um, I went, I went there and. It's really weird because you walked in and in the in sort of uh, the hospitality area, and you walked in this incredible view of the pitch, and I always sort of always sort of stay with me. And, um, you go in and, and it's yeah, you got stalls of people swapping cards with other, other collectors, but you can also uh, give up like, like fifty base cards for, for a shiny with the actual
1: official <laughs> official guys. I, I know yeah, too much about yeah, this, yeah.
0: but um, so yeah, so, so you, you go in, there's, there's cars around, everywhere, people everywhere, and, um, I think you know, if you needed a couple couple of Man of the Match cards or whatever, you can go in and swap like, a certain amount of cards for that one particular card. Mm. So you can complete your collections, you've got games going on as well, so people playing each other. There's the thing about Match, Tax and Shootout, there was, was still a game to it, but no one really played it in school. Yeah. So. Yeah. Whereas with Pokemon and um, Yugo, I think it's more of a, a game-orientated thing as well.
1: Yeah, I never, I never really actually played it, you know, I just liked <laughs> <same> it. <collectible> <laughs> you know, did anybody actually play the fucking game, you know? Well, yeah,
0: that's it. And, and like, with, with the football cards, there was a game and people were amazing. And remember in matches in the magazine, there's always, at the end of the season, there's always that kid that was amazing at it. It's probably a bit like now it's like being amazing at esports, right? Being the best player, yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. like 12, and they've beaten 50-year-olds. Yeah
2: winning millions as well yeah right? yeah. yeah that's the difference yeah. <laughs> I don't think you want millions I, I think it was just like you get a gold card a gold trophy card pat on the back right? yeah. yeah come on so. but if you
0: enter the tournament you get, you get this uh, so there was there's levels to the to the trophy cards you can get so if you enter the tournament you get a bronze one and then if you win a certain amount number, of number of games you get a silver one and then you yeah, get a gold yeah, one yeah. and the whole thing
2: it's true though, I think with like I, I I hated having unfinished teams and like really, steaks. yeah. I never went to one of those events, but I feel like if I knew about them at a young age, I would 100% win. They would finish if my team,
0: yeah. So there's such there's such a culture around it and it's amazing. I think it's yeah. it's, it's, it's lovely to see. uh actually it reminds me of, I need to get some few prints. I need to get some illustration illustrations up for the uh for the flat. That'll be good. Uh oh, yeah, going well, yeah.
1: to You got a shop? Plug shop, you shop, you got, you got a shop uh, yeah, I do have a shop actually. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I've got a big cartel, uh rainbow cartel, got a big cartel. Is your uh, own dot name? com yeah it's actually my real name yeah nobody ever believes me <laughs> I thought the same thing <laughs> I mean, I mean, everyone always thinks it's just like a, you know like an <laughs> yeah. artist oh, like yeah, cool name yeah No, it was just my dad changed his name in like the seventies really yeah that was that's it really so there's no heritage That's my on dad on, just uh, changed uh, his name to Pepper because he was like it. Really. You so <clears throat> uh, Pepper originally oh, wait, that's a cool name yeah that's right but you know but yeah, no one ever believes me. They're like, "What? <laughs> what are you saying?" <laughs> when your passport my, you get passport
0: control. Like, um, yeah, what, really. <laughs> what, is, what is this? <laughs> He's now? like, "Cool." It I feel like I feel like you get you get rainbow branding of it now. I think like I feel like. Yeah, I mean, yeah? It is, it is
1: it's it's cool, but I suppose it's not really. Um, I mean, you, you could be a big LGBT. I mean, mate, you know, if I like, if I was doing LGBT stuff, I'd smash it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, it's got. Oh, you
0: should definitely do a rainbow kit.
1: I yeah. Do
0: that yeah 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 probably we are do, do. not really supposed
1: <laughs> to <that>. <laughs> cuz you've got to do a reimbursement like or something yeah i mean it's, it sort of seems like an unused gimmick but um what your name or what yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In that yeah. sense you know yeah. but i mean I'm, yeah i'm sort of happy with that I really not really it, it doesn't really fit into anything you know like sometimes now when i go to places about i actually just put my middle name down mm Daryl Espina he's sort of like it cool. he like, yeah because I'm like Filipino and then all the, most oh. of them are Catholic in it oh, so okay. like all of them are sort of spanish names
2: yeah um, yeah where was he brought up was he brought up in the Philippines or was it
1: like more London or yeah I grew up in London grew up in the Philippines um, and then uh, family moved over when I was three right um, and then yeah grew up sort of like outskirts of London, Heathrow area, sort of mm. Hayes area-ish. Um, yeah. I think I've been playing Hayes at football. When I was a kid when I was a kid.
0: <laughs> I don't yeah. I can't remember, but yeah. Remember Hayes in it. Eden. Yeah. It's, it's always funny, but do, do, you, do you guys play football as a kid? Do you, or yeah, I mean, when was, I was like young. Yeah. yeah. My dad used to play for Hayes,
2: actually. Yeah? Played with Les Ferdinand. Yeah, Les yeah. Ferdinand yeah, yeah, was at Hayes, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Hayes. Yeah. That's pretty... That's <laughs> it's an icebreaker. <laughs> <I don't laughs> that's good That's pretty that's Yeah, very cool actually.
1: The
0: biggest player we, we've had for our club is a guy who's played for Cardiff, but we're going to talk about Cardiff. Um, <laughs> I don't talk about Cardiff much. Um, yeah. But no, a guy called Mark, um, can't remember his name. that been shit. so um, Mark for <laughs> England. Yeah, it's not like Mark for England. Love him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I always remember like, certain teams stick out in your head oh, they were dirty, or like, even as a kid, like you, now looking back into it, right, I, I, I tried not to buy an Interland shirt for ages. Yeah. Because the yeah, yeah. rivals were, I wore the Interland, and we were Barcelona, we had the Barcelona sort oh, of, yeah, yeah. half and half. And, um, and Interland were our rivals pretty much. The um, <laughs> <all my humans laughs> had a kit, uh, right, which was yeah. based on the Interland kit, and, and yeah, this is interesting.
1: I, yeah, everything stems from a childhood, I suppose, yeah. yeah. Going back
2: to your upbringing. How much do you think that's affected your work? Um, I don't know, really.
1: Uh, yeah, that's like a sort of a deep psychological question. <laughs> <laughs> that's like something my therapist asked me, you know. Um, I don't know, really. I mean, I suppose... Yeah, I mean, I mean, for me, it's hard to sort of look back at my work and sort of... Um, yeah have an overview of it because I'm sort of so in it so in terms of uh you know seeing where it fits I'm not, I, don't, yeah. I don't really know it. yeah I mean, yeah. I, mean I suppose it's very British in that sense and I suppose maybe if you wanted to make a connection you could say um you know being like a immigrant and sort of trying to um what's the word I suppose fit in sort of British culture yeah
2: um
1: That idea of uh, sort of being British or being a Londoner or something, you know, um, was something that always fascinated me and appealed to me. Um,
2: Yeah. Yeah. I remember you you briefly touched upon trying to find your style. Yeah. Um, I think we can all agree when we see Daryl's work, we know he's done it. Like, when did you know you found your style? Um, I
1: mean, I don't know. (sighs) I'm kind of trying to get away from it, the style now. So I don't really know. Like, I, I, maybe when I first started drawing digitally, yeah. you know, um, and using a the Wacom, then, you know, there's certain things that you gravitate to, you know, um, sort of like being a painter before. Those sort of like rough text shoes were sort of something that I wanted. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe... Maybe 2018, 2019 sort of thing. But the idea of a style was sort of something that's kind of, you know, I always look back at my work and sort of dislike it in a way. Do you know what I mean? Really was it? I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm always quite critical. So I look back in stuff I did like maybe a year ago Mm. and then perhaps because maybe now I've got a sort of different visual palette or... You know, maybe like a different mood board in my head, or a different okay. idea of what I think is good or would look good. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, mm. yeah I mean, I, I always worry that maybe sometimes it's too similar to other illustrators. Like, there's a lot of illustrators that I copy because I think they're sick. <laughs> you know, and I feel, I feel like I feel like I feel like naturally you do that. You know, you sort of—it's oh, just inspiration. Yeah, I you go, I really like that you know, how could I try and do something like that, you know, yeah, and sure. um, there's a few that I sort of uh, really like the look of,
2: um, and yeah. Any names, any int- any artists oh, out there currently or illustrators that you look to for inspiration? Um,
1: yeah, I mean, Dan Evans is one that I always sort of look at, Um yeah, I've completely forgotten. I'd like to have a list. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I look at my phone, it's probably like they're probably all same on my phone. This is something
0: we do though: is like take bits from other people's work and then try and put it our own style or, or try. Because interesting point about style. Because I, I, I thought that you had a clear style. I thought you, I still do sort of think that you got like a very. Like you say, when we see your work, that is that is you, and the same with you a lot. And, and you both said, you both said to me like. This is, this is not really a style, it's,
1: like, it's, a, it's just a way of working. But like, Yeah, I mean, that's I, suppose that's, I, f- I feel like the idea of aiming for a style perhaps is sort of defeats itself in a way, you know. The fact that, I suppose, maybe I have an idea that it's sort of like a, a growing right. aesthetic in a way, you know. Right. It sort of evolves yeah. with things that I like, you know. Do you think the
0: word style like, limits
1: it? Is, is um, not really, I mean, I suppose, the, I, f- I feel like the idea... I mean, I don't know if it's... I was going to say the idea of having one thing and being set on that perhaps for me um would make my work less or or you know maybe i wouldn't like it so much but whereas i feel like for other illustrate i mean to be an illustrator you need a distinct the side anyway so to be honest i don't really know (laughs) i think
2: think you're like stop your progression in the sense if you had that um if you had that one aim it will stop you from moving past that. In terms uh, of style. Uh,
1: yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, it is interesting. Like, I remember going to sort of um, art school and doing illustrations, and the, 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 there was certain illustrators over sort of my course that um, got fixed on a style straight away, and right. they didn't, they didn't change. You know, it was sort of like the idea of going and doing a course, and sort of like exploring, right? Then perhaps the idea of sort of exploring it defeats itself in a way. Mm. And like a few of the guys who sort of did initially sort of stick with one thing and that was it. You know, they were sort of some of the ones that um, shot up or blew up a bit more. You know, than some of the others. You know, that uh, got a bit more notoriety uh, quicker than some of the others. You know, right. Um, but yeah I feel like a lot of people just approach it differently you know a lot of people sort of think so you get certain illustrators who think that's it you know I need a signature and then maybe certain illustrators who um, would not think of it in that way and think of it as um, you know an ever evolving thing you know mm. yeah.
0: uh, from what I've heard in chat with
1: other illustrators is uh, having
0: a certain a style or having like a way of working that's similar every sort of consistent, um, it's very sellable, I, that's, yeah. why, that's why agent, agents, I've had the agents like it as well, because you you sort of know what you're getting each time, but then you've got people like uh, Dave Flanagan who've got sort of four different, four or five, you know, they can do different things, um, I, I, I guess that that's useful as well, but it's still a clear sort of that's what we're going to get, like, I, I don't know to explain it properly, but
1: yeah, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Like, I, I've, I've sort of, like, I've had to sort of evolve my style a little bit because, you know, it did feel a little bit, um, like, it was sort of tying me down in terms of what I could do with illustration. You know, it's like, uh, you know, obviously, if you just do like head and shoulders portrait, different to doing like a big crowded scene or like a big street scene with like mm-hmm. smaller figures. You know. And, you know, I've sort of had to try and adapt it in a way so that it could be more um, variable or, you know. Yeah. I suppose
2: um, it's just adaptive at times. Yeah.
1: So the, the the sort of aesthetic doesn't fall down when, you know, you can make, anybody can make like a portrait look amazing with any style, but then how would you do like a big crowded scene with lots of little figures? How, did, how could that style translate yeah, into that? Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? When you can't lay down tiny, you know lots of details on each figure, you know, and um, maybe you might have to simplify it a bit more, um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I've been trying to sort of vary up a little bit more, to sort of, um, maybe like diversify a portfolio, get, get, the, you know, get the style sort of ready for different jobs and different briefs, you know, um.
0: Interesting. Well, I, there's, that's interesting. That's a sort of conversation that carries on and involves with more people we chat to. Uh, like you realise sort of what other illustrators are doing and what other people are doing and how you can how you can move your own style on. Uh, yeah, because yeah, some like with the podcast has helped me so much grow as a as a creator and learn more about other things. I think chatting with other people will help you understand. sort of Yeah. Well. Uh, no, it's interesting. It's interesting. Do
1: you, do you not think you have a style then? Or I mean, I, I, I suppose I do. <clears throat> um, Yeah, I mean, I suppose maybe I've got maybe, I mean, two, three sort of different styles I'm kind of working on. Um, But then, yeah, I, I suppose it depends, like I said, on, you know, the commission or the image that you're trying to do, you know, some different um, perspectives or uh, compositions or scenes work better with different styles you know
0: yeah mm-hmm. um, maybe it's just maybe it's just uh, once you once you're seasoned illustrator you get to grips of you, you see more detail you see that it's not actually the same sort of thing
1: maybe yeah like i've I've been trying to sort of like for me what's helped is sort of reducing everything and taking layers away okay. you know like when yeah, yeah. i suppose i'm one of those people like when, when i really get into it you know you just sort of add more and more layers you know more textures or maybe like another highlight or another shade and um i suppose it got to the point where i was doing that and a lot of my stuff was like head and shoulders or portraits where i was thinking i don't know if it actually looks better this way i don't know if it actually makes the image better and actually maybe it's more dynamic or a stronger image if you know instead of having 15 layers you just have two layers you know or yeah. three layers or something you know yeah yeah
2: yeah, sure um, yeah you mentioned um, having to adapt styles in the courts of different like clients do you have a do you have a dream client is there someone like a big company or a club or yeah someone that you'd love to work for um yeah I've been asked this question
1: a few times I never really have like an ideal goal I mean I suppose uh Maybe, I mean, I've always really liked the illustrations in like The Guardian and uh, mm, you know, things like um, The Times and sort of the New York Times, you know, they always use amazing illustrations. So um, it'd be great to sort of, you know, get into that realm, editorial realm. That's sort of a name for me.
2: Um, yeah. So would you say that's your next goal? Like that's the sort of field you want to try and get into now Is the editorial Something
1: yeah, cool. yeah. Um, definitely, definitely. That's what I'd like to sort of um aim towards. Yeah, I mean, I was I've been lucky enough. I I recently um signed with an agency called um Studio Pi, um, and uh, yeah, they're like a photography illustration agency. Um, and their is sort of like that sort of like diversity in the great creative fields, you know, and sort of representing. Um, sort of a, di- a more diverse section of people, because um, I'm brown, obviously. You know, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, they're they sort of uh, they they kind of have that kind of client base, and um, some of the agents there have worked with uh, sort of publications like that before. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's one of those jobs you sort of see where. where what you can get, where, yeah. where, where it can
2: take you sort of thing, you know. I think it's about who, um, who you know nowadays in yeah. terms of getting work, because if you know someone XYZ from these sort of companies, it might be easier for them to put a word in for you. But,
1: yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. 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 I feel, I feel like, yeah, I've had this conversation a few times with my illustrator friends where, I mean, it's, it's one of those sort of jobs where you can do what you want to a degree, but at the end of the day, I mean you, you can create your own audience and you can create your own, you know, income from like selling prints and create your own demand sort of things. But in terms of um, you know, advertising jobs or editorial jobs, you know, you could you can be the best illustrator in the world, but you can't say, Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do illustration for The Guardian. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's always someone else's opinion. You know, it's like the art director or the editor. With those publications or that agency, you know, they, they always have the final, yeah, you know, that's, that was, say. That was, Does that, that mean, yeah, yeah they're like if they like you, they like you, get the job. If they're not that into you, you're not going to get the job, yeah, you know, it's true. Um, yeah,
0: uh, how do you come up with your work? Like, because uh, you're like I said so earlier on, your brain fires quickly, it feels like you get stuff like, very reactionary. How, how will, what's the process of the idea? Like,
1: yeah, I mean, sometimes it must just be like, like if, if something happens, sometimes I just sort of like, have an idea in my head in the morning, you know, if you read, you know, re- reading the news or something, or listening to a story, you sort of, you know, you come up with like a visual metaphor in your head, and you go, oh, maybe that might look cool, um, and then, yeah.
2: That's so <laughs> true, it's I've seen, like, there'd be like a major event happens on the news, and like the same evening... <laughs> You'll be uploading illustrations on that same event. I was like, "How do you get it done so quickly?" It's just
1: yeah. I mean, that, that's the thing, isn't it? It's like the part of me feels because it is sort of. Um, I mean, I suppose that does get a little bit of a reaction, um, but yeah, it, it does feel a bit weird sometimes, kind of capitalising yeah. popularity-wise on some weird things that happen. Before it fizzles out and it's not
2: relevant anymore. Yeah,
1: and then the idea of getting it out as as, as quick as possible. You know, you do feel like your are clout chasing a little bit, but then I suppose um, that's what most people are doing now. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of the name of the game, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: How was how the us work with Big Cartel then? Because it's um, so something that I've, I've been thinking about. And, um, yeah, how, uh, do you send out the prints yourself or do they print them? Or like, what's the process of selling stuff through Big Cartel?
1: Um... How, how how do you mean? Print well,
0: do, do, do you when, it, when it, all order comes in through a cartel? Do you have to print it, or do they print it for you, or is it on demand sort of thing, or, or do you have limited the number of prints you've got
1: at home? Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose that the the idea is to make it seem like a product that's um, a limited thing, you know, or yeah. you know, a run of thirty or forty or something, so it doesn't seem like a finite thing that you know people yeah. um, sort of want to snap up, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not like, hugely. I, I don't, I, I sell the odd bit every now and then, but I'm not sort of, um, you know, I couldn't live off Big cartels. so. So you
0: should, you should
1: what's the logistics behind it? Cause yeah, like, I mean, I, so I've, I've got printers, um, like, I, I haven't gone to them for a while, but when I did sort of the last run before, i just print 20 out, Yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like, and, um, and that's it. I have, so it, I have know, it in my so studio, when the been. order comes in, just dispatch it, yeah it's nice
0: okay so yeah i wonder because you get some websites that, like redbubble or and they'll print it all for you they'll, they'll do everything uh all the shipping but it also take a big cut uh,
1: yeah i mean i suppose with, with illustrations and that i suppose it's, it's sort of seen as like a product you know from the artist or the illustrator and yeah you know it's nice
0: to have the final say on quality and things yeah, yeah it makes sense, makes sense. yeah how, how we found um Print like ordering prints and getting like running your own shop on the
1: side? Um, yeah. mate, I've, I've been really bad at it, really. Like, uh, <laughs> <today> <laughs> I, was, like I, I hadn't sent anything out for weeks and I was just getting like loads of hate mail and stuff, you know, <laughs> people like chasing me out. So today, I literally spent like the whole day, um, packaging it up, and uh, there's like a fac you outside the post office, so um, yeah cause some more trouble then I'll get some get some orders <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean it's it's funny because sort of uh it's it's depending on size as well so with the A3 stuff I mean I, sp- I suppose some people can be quite tight and stingy with postage and packaging mm. but I find it helps to sort of bump it up a little bit just to make sure the print gets there safe yeah you know pay for like the extra postage and packaging yeah. pay for the extra um Bit of cardboard just to yeah. make sure like the corners aren't getting boshed about, sort of thing. I've yeah. um, had that in
0: the past, all the prints and it's just been smashed up. And it's, yeah, it's exactly. Like, deep I, deep I, deep. I used
1: to do that where I just send it off in the um, whatever the standard A3 you used to. A, if yeah, yeah, yeah not, anymore, not anymore. <laughs> 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 not anymore. Um, like the standard A3 hardback envelope, and yeah. like it always just used to get boshed, you know. And then I'd be like, oh, I don't want to, you know, I put like the PMP is like four quid or five or something. Yeah. But then it really pay, you know, it's be, It's a better product if you just put it up to ten pound. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I get like uh, cardboard in so I can cut it, and so the I can sort of put the the envelope on it so it's sort of a, a few inches. Um, anyway, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So the, the edges so don't get you, you do. Well, I mean, I think it depends on how you print it. So like, uh, well, like the paper I use, because it's sort of a bit heavier weighted and sort of like a bit more matted in texture, you can't really put it in a tube. Like if you try to fit it in a tube that big, it would like, mm. it, you'd ruin the print, you know. Whereas I feel like if it's sort of more like thinner paper, like post paper, I'd be, I mean, I probably should do that to be honest. Probably save time (laughs) (laughs) fucking Saving cardboard up and that, you know.
2: How do you decide on, like, the prices of your works? Um, Yeah, I mean, I I suppose it... I've I've had this
1: conversation before about pricing illustration prints, you know, and, you know, a few illustrators I follow who are... I've I've got quite big profiles. You know, I look at them, and even then, they're not, like massive prices they might be like 30 40 quid you mm, know yeah. if it was like a nice little uh reso print or a screen print then maybe it might go up to 70 80. but it's never really much more than that you know if it's just like a digital g clay print a4 you know maybe yeah. about 25 would a3 the... maybe about 40
2: you know yeah. would the time you spent on it determine like have a factor in the actual pricing um no
1: i mean what would Determine the price was
2: maybe more how much I could get, how much the print costs. Yeah, the paper stuff. Yeah, like that.
1: that that sort of determine. But um, yeah, no, it's 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 sort of a strange conversation because if you look at sort of fine art prints and even like photography prints, you know, um, photographers who are you know that aren't even huge names would sell their prints, Jeanie Clay, or yeah. you know, same digital processing. And it'd be, like, at least 100 quid, 120. Mm, Yeah. You know, whereas I suppose the idea of illustration, maybe people think of it perhaps as a slightly cheaper medium. It seems like the illustration prints never
2: really hit those heights of, like, 100, 120, you know. You know, I think it is as well why a lot of people that tend to question the prices is people not necessarily in the design industry and not knowing... Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the audience, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, they're not knowing the extent of, like, how... Difficult it is to set up the printing, yeah. doing an actual illustration, getting an actual white paper stock, delivering all the things behind that they yeah. don't see. Do you think, um, has there ever been like any backlash from your pricing or has it all been? No, never yeah. really.
1: I mean, I, I suppose the thing is the only issue, I suppose when you start doing things like that is to sort of have the confidence and kind of respect for your work, yeah. to have it at a certain rate, you know? Yeah. Um and say it is worth forty quid, you know. I wouldn't put it that. I wouldn't sell it for fifteen or twenty. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, not really. No, I mean, I I sell stuff. Uh, with a gallery called Broth Art, um, and they sort of they mainly deal with um like fine artists, fine art prints, and sort of and and the, the prices where they were approaching me. Saying what they were going to put my illustrations at, and I was like, Who's going to buy this for that amount of money? You know, because obviously they got to make their cut on it to make it worthwhile. And you know, they were putting things up at like 200, 250, and I was like, That's mad. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because obviously you've got to pay gallery prices and stuff. Mm, yeah. But that's the thing like, if it was a, f- a fine art print, a high quality fine art print, or a high quality f- photography print maybe people wouldn't bat an eyelid at 200 quid, you know? Yeah. Whereas because it's an illustration, people wouldn't think it has the same sort of monetary value. Yeah. Which is a weird thing, because it would still be the same amount of time and effort that's gone yeah. into it, you know? It is dependent on the audience, I suppose. Yeah, well. I think yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I was going to talk about a few of your
0: projects and how you got the, how you got the clients and stuff. Um, obviously, we you should probably introduce yourself as well because, like, we. <laughs> we <laughs> Who is he? <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> I'm not supposed to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't asked it at all, and, um, so we, we all met at Gold goalposts, uh, which was a football event, a one-time football event by the sounds of it, and um, yeah, it was a great event. If I'm honest, that was, was cool around actually. Yeah. We talked about it, we like, talked about it before, and yeah, you know, it was great it was Obviously, after whatever happened after is a bit of a shame, but um, the good event and. Uh, the, obviously, you
2: obviously talk about yourself, uh, what's, what's Elastico? Um, yeah, um, uh, yeah. I'm Karim, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm one of two who run the Elastico and Magpage. Um, for those who went to the Jumpers uh, for Gold Coast Festival, the marketplace was run by Elastico. Um, so yeah, you might remember me from there. So, yeah, nice yeah, uh, little <laughs> shop, shop going on. Uh, it was good, yeah.
0: Uh, I don't know where I'm going with this. Yeah,
2: it was, but... it, was, it was a good event. It was a good event. Um I think, personally speaking, with like run the marketplace. Um, it was a good experience, because it was the first time doing something on our part, but it was also the first year of the actual festival as well. Yeah. All of us, all three of us, didn't know whether it's going to be 100 people turning up, yeah, yeah, whether it's going to be 2,000 people turning yeah. up. So we kind of just had to be safe and prepare for 2,000, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and whether it would have been happened this year if coronavirus wasn't around, I don't know, but... Yeah, yeah, I
1: mean, I feel like the demand for that sort of festival is there. You know, if it was perhaps organised in a different way or advertised in a different way yeah. or in a different location, you know, I feel like it would...
2: More central, maybe.
1: ...really, really hit. Yeah. You know, really, really smash, you know. Let's do it. Yeah.
0: Mean, uh, no, it was all like, just like a couple saying, let's do it, we should do this. We should, we
1: should yeah, I mean, you get so, so many... So many people would be well up for it, yeah. But
0: From running uh, the shop, and getting, getting, talking to people, talking to illustrators and getting their work in. How, how do you find managing managing people's work and like responses and like pricing and, and stuff like that?
2: Um, well, in terms of pricing, I just go by what they want to set it for. I, I give them the scenario, so it's a festival, it's going to be two days, we're going to have this amount of space, blah, blah, blah. We're expected this audience, because again, it's the yeah, first year, yeah, we can't yeah. really again it's an exclusive event how much do you want the price for I kind of go off by what they say mm. and then you just have to agree the splits and stuff and all the other stuff behind it um, I think personally I think we overstocked <laughs> <laughs> but I think that was good because we was trying to give a platform for a lot of designers who tend to just see on Instagram who never really like people from around the world who wouldn't normally have their work distributed in London yeah and I think that's, what, like, that's yeah. what it was about, just kind of giving that platform to those not really getting recognition and yeah. trying to, like, because growing up, um, I say growing up, but like in university and college, I never really had that bigger platform that I could get my work on. So now I'm in the position of creating my own platform. I kind of make something big so I can showcase those up and coming. That's something yeah. I would have wanted myself. Um, I feel like that's one of the most important aspects of the thing trying to build at the moment so
0: yeah and uh, how, how are you going to see Alaska grow like what's, what's your vision for it
2: um i do see us going into the field of more i can see it personally going into more original content doing things like workshops and um but at the same time still trying to showcase we have a thing called Alaska academy mm-hmm. showcasing young talent from like Current um, university graduates, but also those still studying at university, showing their football projects and basically generally just given a platform for those who want to get their work out there quicker. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah.
0: Sounds good. Sounds good. No, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it a couple of years' time. Because I was talking about it earlier on, it's, it's, I think it's, it's becoming part of the football culture and, and being involved in the circle, um, even though it's a huge circle, and then growing with it. I think, I think it is. Yeah. Like you said, magazines that we've seen grow over the last couple of years and, and online presence as well. And then if you can get to, I don't know if you want to do this, but like get to somewhere like a couple hundred level you're creating, like videos and things around artists or yeah. like, doing a podcast or yeah, all those sort of things. Thank you.
2: I think, I'd yeah, grow. I think that's the thing. Like as like running a podcast, being an illustrator, just running a design platform, you're always trying to think of a way to not blend in with everyone else. What can yeah. I do to make myself stand out? And I think what we're trying to do is, um, we're trying like the work we repost on our page as much as we um, take assets from other pages and all these get people sentiment, We're trying to curate it as well, yeah. We're trying to curate in a distinctive style, but also mix that with original content. Um, but again, it's balancing it because it's at the moment it's something we don't profit off, and it's just for fun in a sense. So it's just a matter of trying to do it when we can. Do you know what I mean? And trying to bang this out. So original content, I hope we can push further in the future. But um, yeah, I mean, personally, I, I just came back from like Berlin. West, <laughs> so, do you know what I mean? So just <clears throat> trying to do it on the side and maintain it, keep it consistent mm, yeah. whilst doing all these other things. And yeah. I d- yeah,
0: I know, I know. It is like creating something and then trying to run, trying to have a job and trying to have yeah. a social life as well. It's tricky. Yeah. Yeah. No, good, though. good to see it, like, see it grow and think I think right now, it's great, great time. Good time to be in this illustration
2: football world and culture world. Yeah. I'm happy it happened. I wouldn't have met guys like you, you guys, do you know what I mean? So... That's very kind. Yeah, sorry. Right. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm here guys. It was a pleasure, yeah. <laughs> but yeah,
0: how long not we going? What's the time? One hour Oh, um, I guess we get, if you've got any more questions or any topics you want to chat about, otherwise we we're getting to? Uh,
2: yeah, um... I recently got uh an order from eighteen eighty six the new poison lasagna. Oh thing, yeah, was, yeah. So, how did you come about working with them? Um
1: I just messaged them a few years ago. I feel like it was it must have been still like really early in terms of them and their uh, Instagram presence, you know. Um yeah, I, ju- I just saw it being an Arsenal fan and like the the sort of uh like faux bootleg gear they do, and um, yeah, I mean, I just really like the voice behind it, sort of understanding the fans, and um, yeah, I feel like that was at a time when maybe I was trying to get into doing some more football illustrations mm, yeah. sort and of stuff, so um, yeah, yeah, I think I just sent them an email. Oh, Also <laughs> like, yeah. oh, you sent them to them? Oh, yeah, okay. I reached out to them, being like... Um, uh, yeah, I did like a load of illustrations, of, like some of the '90s players, you know, in, like a piss takey way. Mm-hmm. Um, as like, oh, if you guys are ever doing like a magazine or whatever, or ever yeah. need it, you know, I think it's, it's uh, so and
2: good. And of it, yeah, it's great what they're doing. Like, as a Chelsea fan, I'm jealous. Like, Chelsea, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're kind of jealous, like your club doesn't have something. Why?
1: Like that. Why though? This is like, yeah, I feel like the monopoly for like uh, sort of the design football fans. It's just like Arsenal Liverpool fans I feel yeah, absolutely. where they're mm-hmm. doing the sort of big things there's in terms so of design, things. grassroots, yeah. fan-based things, yeah, making sort of uh, their own sick little things. Whereas, yeah, I mean, I suppose you don't really maybe there's few United, United fans doing it. But yeah, Chelsea, I suppose, yeah, you don't really see a lot of yeah. them kind that's of gra- grassroots sort of fanfare, yeah, Classic you know. fans as well. Plastic fans, yeah, because <laughs> they're not real fans. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's not good. Yeah, it's not getting to that. Obviously joking, um, but yeah, you are right. Liverpool, Liverpool so many creatives uh, so many artists, illustrators. Um, it's funny actually you can see, sort of start seeing that same image of Klopp being drawn like, in 50, like fifty, different ways. Cause it's, yeah, like, on
1: so the many of my, Liverpool fans, isn't
0: it? Yeah, the one with um, Champions League final, I think it is Hendo and he's he goes on Rand Henson and yeah. they're walking to, to the backs to camera um, and I guess that's probably quite easy because you have to worry about the face or anything so yeah, you just draw yeah. the jacket and the shirt and <laughs> so he still seen that a lot but uh, this is, yeah definitely an interesting one um, that this, this sort of brings us on to the Adidas projects fairly nicely because um, they've got they so reached out to a few people didn't they yeah. and obviously so Dan uh, sorry Dave uh, Will has been involved in that as well um, and it's just been nice to see like, people I've had on the podcast or people have been in touch with me through the event and stuff like yeah. have this project and it's cool so, so yeah
1: what, what did you do for any deaths and what was the project um, I mean I, again it's all through uh, the 1886 guys all through that Poison Lasagna zine, um they must have uh, seen it because I feel like that got a little bit of traction didn't it that uh, that initial Poison Lasagna zine. Um and then they got them involved on uh, the kit launch sort of the initial kit launch last year um, and then Ed and Max from Poison Lasagna got me in to do an illustration for it. Um, and yeah, I suppose that was kind of the end of, you know, so I was lucky in that way to get that kind of, uh, in or introduction. Um, yeah, and I, I've been lucky enough to do a few things for them. Um, yeah. And then, uh, the Ready for Sport campaign they did, they reached out to a lot of illustrators. Um to do some bits and, yeah, I was lucky enough to do a couple of bits as well. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Uh, did you get to pick who you were drawing? Uh, no, well, they got to be, um, well, the the initial one, uh, you, you sort of got a favourite like the Adidas Athletes, you know. Um, mm. and, and then the one I did for like the FA Cup final, um. Yeah. Sort of focus more on you know, the other athletes. You know. Whereas like, it was like a sort of scene, changing room scene. Yeah, yeah. All the players. Um. Yeah. Let's call that.
2: How long would it take to draw something? Though? Uh, that
1: one. Um, I remember that one came to me quite late. Actually, it was like came. I must have got like the commission on the Wednesday, and the cup final was on. Uh, Saturday, so (laughs) (laughs) whatever that is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's quite cool to have that as like a pressure job. Um, You know, sort of trying to work super fast and uh, you know, simplify things. Just do you like that? Do you like working under pressure? Uh, Yeah, I do a little bit, especially if I think it's going to be something good. You know, I mean, the pressure thing was watching the game. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because
1: if they didn't win, it would not have been used, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like watching it. I was like, and then Chelsea go one up, and I was like, oh, man,
2: Did you think oh, here we go again. I? Like,
1: it could be, it could be like Baku <laughs> last year. Do you know what I mean? Where oh, yeah, yeah. Chelsea absolutely uh, rinsed Arsenal, but um, it was a good game. <laughs> it it's, a it it's funny seeing seeing the other
0: side because like a couple of days later or a day later you always see the ones that would have been used. Like when I fell Galloway the FA Cup one game this year and and you saw um yeah, you saw the yeah, opposite yeah. side yeah they were, exactly the they must be all, happy, so yeah. I the cup but obviously it wasn't yeah <laughs> it was it's like mad. a dream
1: sort of scenario it's almost sort of like gambling with your work you yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. <laughs> that's really
2: interesting do you do you have like a little archive on unused work
1: yeah a fair few fair few um, yeah all, all generally football stuff where like result didn't go the right way. Do you know what I mean? Did just to get a publication. <laughs> you yeah. should make a publication of all your all all Like stuff an alter, and... alternative universe, you know, where like the results just went the other yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. There's definitely definitely
0: like a
1: market for that. Yeah. <laughs> you get, if you had something last question to do, you cut. Exactly, like, yeah. I one, mean, you, you can literally, you literally do all the iconic football moments just Never if they go the other way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But like I like you say, like
0: you've got work that hasn't been used you know, I'm sure. To put it to use, you can go around all the illustrators and yeah, collect a book of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, like I'm getting excited about. I used do it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. cut this bit out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But um, no, that's good. Uh, let's go on to like, the last couple of questions that we ask people. Um, first one: What's your best purchase under a, under a hundred pounds? Doesn't have to be our wow. Know, that's to be yeah.
1: God, my best purchase under a hundred pounds. That's. Uh... I mean, I don't really buy much. Do you know what I mean? You do this is. what it is? Yeah, I don't really. I try not to buy things so much, you know. Um, well, that's tough. That is tough. If you
0: want to buy me a better fairy lights, that'd be great. It's
1: called in a source. I'm trying to think. Uh, I mean, you could stretch it to like 150. You could you stretch it to 150? Uh, no. <laughs> Fair enough. Then nothing. Okay, go on. What, what's 150 then? What, what
0: do you buy for?
1: Uh, What's in mind? I've, got, I've got, um you know, the Wacom Cintiq, I mean. oh, yeah. off of May, but it's because it's got like a little crack in the screen, but it doesn't really affect it at all. Oh, it's yeah. screen, like, when, when it's on, yeah. you don't notice it, um, but yeah, it's just like a little hairline crack in it, and so, 150, I suppose that would be the thing. Does that scratch, because cause
0: my Wacom scratches like, when like, if you used a, like, a normal... Okay, but... <laughs> If
1: you used the like, on black, record. yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, most of the time, I, I've been using like the the intuos. This one. Yeah. 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 It was scratched because yeah. I don't
0: know. Much yeah. much
1: pressure. But,
0: like, it's, it's
1: yeah, scratched. mine, mine's. Yeah, mine's for the scratches. They will do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. sort of badly. Well, that's just because the pen or the pressure you put on it? Or it. Yeah. Well, after after a while, the pen and the
2: nub on the end gets worn in a certain way because you're also using it in a certain oh, way, so
0: it gets sharper. Yeah. And, yeah. okay. and then start scratching the thing
1: yeah you can't really do it about that. <laughs> you've got, you've got,
0: you've got nibs in the nibs in and the base of the thing to replace it with but I, I, I wanted to make one that doesn't scratch because it's you
1: awful know, you know I, I never realised that you know the stand and the pen goes in yeah you I never realised that's where the nibs were ah, yeah. and for, for ages rookie I, I wore it down so much that I couldn't get the, the nib out right so oh, I was yeah. literally like rub scrap, pressing so hard because there was nothing it was basically flat yeah, oh, that was really? basically. So, <laughs> so
0: this, this, so it sharpens up quite a bit. Yeah.
1: And then right. you you've got to put this little hole here. What have you got? Huh? What is that? What do you mean? I've never seen that before. You have
0: seen this before? No. What? I so you seen put it, put it in a little hole out, yeah. to get it out. Right? But that's. Oh, shit. I broke it. Oh, no. I, I thought you.
1: Maybe I've got a different one, but it's one. It's no. My one's in the stand. It's, it's like a shot. little ring. But it's like a little metal ring that oh, you, you, like sort you go... pull it out of, yeah. Yeah, that, that's a different design. Mine's sort of like uh, a. Uh, it kind of looks like an inkwell that you put it in. Oh, okay, yeah. And then in the inkwell, there's like a little ring that I never knew what the fuck that was for. <laughs> but it was to pull the fucking liver out. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. A clever. Clever stuff. Yeah, you've got to replace it every now and then. I don't know when you replace it. Is that, is that too worn down? I guess so. Yeah, well, it looks quite worn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, there you go. So that's welcome. That's do you have any life advice for people listening? Is there any, anything that you're stuck by during your life or it's
1: Um deep? well yeah, it's deep one I suppose um what do you mean all sort of life advice? Just like in, Yeah,
0: like um any, any any mantras or anything it has.
1: Um, any um I suppose maybe keep it simple. Keep it simple for yourself. Nice. Try not to complicate things. Uh yeah, you know, make your life easy for yourself.
2: Um
0: I own it this. Huh? Are, do you, are you
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, maybe, maybe, maybe I am. Maybe oh, maybe inside no, of me. That's not a No, news. not really. I, I, uh, I
1: don't know. Maybe. 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 I don't I i don't never really thought of it that way.
0: Do
1: you have a really like, clean white studio? Is that? Mm, just not no really. furniture. Really. Like... No, not really. <laughs> no, it's just like scraps of paper the oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've been meaning to tidy it for ages. But, um, yeah. No,
0: it's cool. It's, it's...
1: Maybe well. careless, careless is always,
0: uh, mm, what
1: about? helps, you know, care less about what, like, just
0: anything,
1: I mean, but I mean, yeah, but like, not, not client work, you, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe that could help, but I suppose the idea is to sort of, um, like take pressure off yourself, you know, grand scheme of things, how important is anything really, isn't it, you know, it's true, it's true. Yeah. It's important for a little while to, uh,
0: I used to go for a
1: place oh, where man. football results used to ruin my week. Yeah, no, I still do that. I still—that's <laughs> the issue, right? Like that's that's the one thing I can't keep that mantra to. Yeah. You know, if Arsenal just embarrass themselves again, I still. Like,
2: last fifteen years, must have been. Man, <laughs> honestly, this is why I've been saying it to myself.
1: Don't care. It's not that important. It's really not that important. No, okay, okay. Don't yeah. care. It's tears <laughs> running. Really. we're here. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just yeah. the old and, um, no it's good they, 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 you'll be right. the next couple of years will be good um, I don't know I think they're going to push with Tyson a couple of years time I think uh, FA Cup's coming in you know, seems to have that nailed
2: on so yeah, I mean, yeah. what do you reckon uh, New Leaf do you reckon it's yeah, you, you right see, direction? yeah
1: I like his energy you know I feel like he's got good ideas you know, I feel like it, every now and then you need like a change in your guard of managers, you know, like for so long it's been the same managers getting the same jobs, you yeah. know, where it's just good to see like, you know, just young managers coming up, you know, yeah. showing the young guys out. I mean, that's how like Pep and yeah, um, right. Mourinho did it, you know, We're just young, super young yeah. managers who showed, you know, Ferguson and all those guys up, you know. There's
0: lot of the best as well. One of the best pet, like playing under pet for that like,
1: year or so. Yeah, yeah, year, yeah, one yeah. Or two years. I Yeah, yeah. Year. I mean, it hasn't been retired
0: for that long, has he? But yeah, yeah the same sort of thing. Learn under
1: under the best, Bobby, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Sure. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think it'd be good. That could um, be the most... It's interesting seeing what's happening to City and Guardiola now, though. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I suppose it's too easy to make the comparison, but uh, you know. There Definitely like a, a slight correlation.
0: What do you mean. reckon Arteta
1: was the man? Well, I mean, Guardiola's definitely like been dressing like this, hasn't it? Ever since <laughs> Arteta's gone. Like, yeah, just well, getting the right? deep ripped jeans. Like, he never used to get them out before. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's always like, sick. sleek, minimalist. Maybe he's uh... got <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. like, of yeah, yeah, before he was like, smart and sleek, and now I'm like, what's his God? Like, Is he going to night out uh, in Piccadilly or something? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that, I think I think for Arsenal, it's future.
1: But... Yeah, you just want I mean, like even if they don't win anything, you just want like kind of a direction in it. Mm-hmm. You want to see that it's getting better, you
2: know. But as much as he worked under Guardiola, people forget that he was actually with Wenger. as well. firsthand how he managed the club with their staff as well. So he's got Ooh. got knowledge there, and I think a lot of players you can kind of tell. Yeah. Which sort of players will go into management?
1: Yeah, I mean, he, he seems like a very smart guy, and I feel like the Wenger thing is key because that period of Wenger wasn't actually very successful. I mean, they won a few FA Cups, but they always failed essentially in the Champions League and the league. So I feel like it's good that he's got that experience of knowing what doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. what what didn't you know what things what faults were? You know, yeah. I feel like he was that guy in the background, like would be better if he was doing mm. this, but he's We're not gonna, gonna replace you yeah <laughs> <laughs> thinking about Yeah, you know. Yeah, it seems
0: smart. We've moving on because I am my it, so I just gotta <laughs> <laughs> always like, say anything bad. Um no I... so Joe you... yeah, Laugh life advice done that one, so uh sorry, I was trying to go over. There. <laughs> um you... the last question is is D, but um how, how do you want to be remembered? So it's like a do you have anything? I
1: been remembered by, or or do you ever think about that? Uh,
0: no, not really. I don't. No, no, I don't.
1: I don't want to be remembered at all. You know what I mean? <laughs> <That's been laughs> you no, know, you know, it's one of those things where you get sometimes when you grow up, or you know, certain right, it's sort of like. Um, I suppose maybe I grew up kind of, uh, sort of like seeking attention was like a little bit embarrassing, or, mm. um, you know to seek praise I suppose for me growing up with like a little bit of a uh, don't do thing you know so maybe that's just very humble my psyche yeah (laughs) where it's like yeah you know any sort of praise kind of um, makes me feel uncomfortable in a way you know fair enough fair enough Um, where
0: can people find
1: you and check out your work um some posters yeah check me out instagram daryl (laughs) one R Y L D A R Y L uh underscore Rainbow on Instagram and Twitter. Um and then uh yeah, my Big Cartel is on there um, and cartel dot com. Uh I'll probably do like a whole load of a new batch for a sort of Christmas try a name for the uh, maybe like next month. Sort out some uh, new prints and um yeah
2: there you go new print's got some oh
1: it
0: yeah like <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. we wall Street. yeah can
0: we have some like generic like not not, not always Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, get, get, I'm trying to get yeah no that is true yeah uh, yeah no I, I love the work and I appreciate you coming on here and, uh, and chatting to us so yeah thank
1: you very much. always a pleasure man awesome. nice to chat to you guys yeah
0: I'm uh, we'll find Elastico as well
2: oh Instagram Elastico underscore Meg. um I've decided to get my life together and start my own design page so uh, hey Karim Isaac Shah on Instagram. Um, I'll be uploading there very soon, I promise.
0: Nice. There you go. Yes. Um, thank you very much. Appreciate it. It's been
2: good. Yeah, cool, man. Cheers. Thank you very much for listening to
0: this episode of the Creative Waffle podcast. And thank you very much to Logo Package Express for uh, for sponsoring this episode and sponsoring the next couple of episodes as well. I'm really, really pleased to be partnered with them. And they are a great service as well. So go and check them out. Uh, links down in the description for the discount code as well. Um, but yeah, a great episode with Daryl um, I can't wait to start recording more episodes in person uh, It's a real shame that we can't do that right now um, But do go and check out some other episodes Of the Sports Illustrators if you did enjoy this one And there's plenty on the YouTube Plenty on uh, our audio platforms as well And we've got more coming up I'm looking forward to this year It's going to be a really strong year of podcasts uh, Especially with the new sponsor And uh, I'm just sharing some really cool people Mainly from the sports industry as well So if you like sports ones If you like a like, chat with them you like listening to my chat with them um, stick around because we have many more of them um, so yeah there you go thanks very much for listening to the first episode of the new year hope you enjoyed it Um see you next week for another episode of the creative waffle podcast cheers <laughs>